0: Though this podcast is based on a team that plays in Ohio, we have not been claimed on waivers. We are still here. What you thought was going to be an off day going into September, we said things might get a little weird in this division race. That was not a prediction, but here we are and things have gotten weird.
1: You are locked on guardians daily podcast on the Cleveland guardians, part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello and welcome to the Negative Guardians Fancast according to the comments yesterday at the trade deadline we were too positive and now we're too negative we're everyone negative. was very mad about your comments about the Bo Naylor swing as I explained I didn't watch it I had to go to p- meet the teacher night So uh, very mad about that, very mad that we are too negative and that I refuse to accept that a 35-year-old coming off of two bad years is not the next all-star outfielder. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $5, can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. I think the important thing with Cole Calhoun here is the lesson the front office learned is to add as many former angels as possible. That is the takeaway. So, Cole Calhoun's performance uh, is, you know, he's been fantastic uh, when he's here. But they went out and added three more angels. And while Lucas Giolito is the big name, I'm going to argue he is the least impressive of this group. But first, do you want to explain how this happened since there was still confusion?
0: Yeah, I think there's still a lot of people out there. And, you know, maybe our listeners are a little more informed than we are giving credit for. But I know I've seen a lot of questions out there about how this happened. So, the not the tra- the waiver trade deadline, as we know, and I, I forget what year it was. Essentially, if you go back to the Josh Donaldson trade, how the Guardians
1: I think the Indians got twenty-one him, or twenty was the last year of it. It hasn't been around. I think only two years.
0: Yeah, it hasn't been around that long. So essentially, they shut that down, and the trade for Josh Donaldson was kind of the catalyst for because everyone was upset about how the Indians got him because uh, they traded for an injured player. And yeah. He was, yeah, anyway, so that doesn't exist anymore. So the guard it used to be what you would call you put a player on. Trade waivers, and if you cleared, you could trade anybody who didn't claim them. And there was a thing called irrevocable waivers. That's all gone. This or revocable. This is irrevocable waivers. So the Angels put all these guys in waivers with the purpose of, okay, if anybody claims them, they claim their the player.
1: Yep, they, they go the away
0: roster. So and for they those who to pay their salary,
1: I'm going to interrupt you real quickly. So the big difference First. there is basically um in the previous system, a guy got claimed. You could pull him back. So teams right. would sometimes you put their whole team now. through waivers and then see if there was a trade that could be like. They might wave everyone like the angels might have waved trout in the old system. They, they're always going to pull them back, but they put the whole team through and then they right. see that doesn't exist anymore. That doesn't exist. Once they're put out now, they are put out. They, if no one claims them, they come back to you. Like Carlos Carrasco, he will still be a Matt unless and let and go. Ritchuk all didn't get claimed. Yeah, so, so three those guys. Yeah. yeah three guys, guys didn't get claimed same, unless they get cut. But this is the system where now, Anaheim can't be like, oh, we, you know, we did trade our second and third best prospects for these guys a month ago. Maybe we should bring them back. Um, not yeah, that they just, I mean, this this got Anaheim under the luxury tax, which is big on multiple levels yeah, for them. That's what it, they wanted, because now they're they say. They they
0: and if they lose Otani, which they probably will lose Otani, yes. their compensation pick for the qualifying offer now goes from the fourth after the fourth round. To after the second round, but can we just point point this out that the Angels like to market themselves as they play in Los Angeles. They don't really play in Los Angeles. That, that was a whole dispute years. The Los
1: ago. Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You're, you're yeah. saying that they're not truth. They're not. They're playing in like
0: you know Richfield rich field as opposed to Cleveland, like the Cavaliers used to, or whatever. I don't know. I've never been to LA, but anyway, can we just point out the team that wants to market themselves as a as a big market LA team that has spent lots of money on Otani and Trout and Albert Pujols, all these, all this other stuff. And and, and this makes sense from a, from a, a baseball perspective, because they weren't going anywhere. The trades, the trades at the time were ill-advised anyway. Let's be honest about that. But they have now gone into tanking mode where they are the, the big market, Los Angeles angels with Trout and Otani are now playing for a better draft pick because of these, these cuts, these waves, waivers. And the Guardians are paying a little over three million dollars, or three million dollars, whatever the money is. It's it's three million something.
1: Yeah, I've heard uh, anywhere from it, three it, to three vision. seven.
0: Yeah, so the Guardians are claiming these guys just for money, for no players in return. For just for that, like, can we just ex- explain how silly that is? Like, you have the big market Angels who have the two best players in the, in the American League.
1: Well, they're they playing have, for
0: a draft pick and Cleveland's
1: going for it. I guess they're going for it. Yeah. Right. People's have bad management. <laughs> they keep losing draft picks. They haven't been able to build anything sustainable. Their draft picks have mostly bombed out. Like they have been a poor, like. Or they're in the big leagues already. No one chanel and Zach Nato yeah, and Ben and, and Ben Joyce. Well, like you're either, well, in, you're and either in the majors them, or you're, you're not, not good. already hurt. Um, yeah. But with the rest of that team, it's just, they do such a poor job that you got, the two biggest stars in baseball just in absolute like relative obscur- obscurity um you know who football, they are because so... it's like you can't get that they don't get that postseason shine because how bad the angels are run that is a terrible run organization through three gms and their last gm who was awful at his job he's the one who just ran the mets into the ground so good old billy epler there so you know that's that's uh, a good look, and again, it could be worse guys. It
0: could, be I mean, worse. this was like, a and this is also why, this you, all
1: year. why you don't have a GM there whose job is, is as good as gone. So, that GM at the deadline was trying to go out and make a trade, Trading Kai Bush, who I love, and Edgar Uh Quero, the catcher I love. Like, t- both those guys would make the Guardians top 10. They might be in the top, the top five, 15 at the least. Yeah, no, they would definitely be top 10. I have no doubt both those guys would be in the Guardians top 10. A month later, they're going and doing this. And I know people are like, we want to talk about the players. I want to throw one other thing out before we talk about the players. A lot of people are like, why didn't they claim, you know, the hitters? Why did the Reds get the two outfielders? I think on a very basic level, Cole Calhoun, they're not going to mess with it. And I don't blame them for not messing with it right now. Again, I've stated I'm fine with him and his role for this year. Just let it be. Anyone who's enjoy, enjoy him, enjoy Jeff. Him, enjoy him. <laughs> But yeah, anyone who thinks it's going to continue to tell uh, for everyone who's mad at me about this, find me an example of a guy who had two bad years and at age 36, uh, re- age 35, had a mini rebound and continued it through age 36. This could not be more Kareem Garcia than in, in any situation I've seen. Enjoy it. He's doing great. He has earned his opportunities. He has absolutely been fantastic. He's a great leader. He needs to be with his team next year, but I'm, I'm not. Here's the negativity. But at the same time, you know, with him and you don't want to take away the bats. To me, this is a good sign for Josh Naylor coming back and David Fry coming back and that they want to give those guys opportunities. You said Cleveland traded Chris Roller away from Triple A. and he's not on the 40-man roster so you can trade that guy. That's how that can happen because they're going to – they have too many guys on roster. They're going to have to send some guys down. We'll also get into that today. But they're probably going to send down some outfielders and you could probably circle a name who is uh, – you know, if they activate Naylor and if they activate Fry, that means one bat's got to go down because essentially, when the roster expands, you can add one pitcher and one bat. That's the way it works. So, yeah, yeah with we'll, this team, we'll get into
0: the roster situation. I think later in the show we should talk but. about the guys, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100. So, and also too on the waivers. So it used to be by league too. It used to be able to. It used to go in reverse order of record by league. Now mm. it's all of baseball. Yeah. So. I, there's also an element here, too, I think we should talk about that the Guardians kind of blocked the Twins. Like, the Twins probably thought they were going to get a shot at, you know, any of these guys to help them out. And I don't yeah, know I if mean, they really I mean, needed I, any I of them. They, I don't know
1: if they would have. I think the, you know, it's like we were talking with Jeff Carter, I blocked on Reds. It's like, he's like, thank you for blocking the Marlins. Like, the Marlins have had such bullpen issues. Yeah, but the
0: Guardians don't care about the Marlins. No, the I Gar- know, but I, I don't even this think these guys had the any twins, chance like, of
1: g- I don't think these had it any does. chances of getting to the twins. I don't think either of these guys would have gotten that far because they'd have to get through all the teams that are currently not in the postseason. So you have to talk about all those teams that are on the cusp right now and teams the like twins, the Giants. The
0: Twins would have been I'm sorry, the the Yankees and the Red Sox would have been next.
1: Yes, but I'm saying the I'm Marlins, the Giants, those teams I think would have been ahead of them because I believe it goes wild card then division for claiming. So it's yeah, not here here's record.
0: here's the reverse sort of record. Guardians right now. Then it would have gone to Marlins, and so the Marlins yeah, would have been next.
1: Take and they would have taken the relievers for sure. And the then need relief help for years.
0: And then you would have the Diamondbacks, the Giants. I'm sorry, ne- I'm sorry. Next would have been the Yankees. So the Yankees who probably weren't going to. No.
1: Um,
0: then the Marlins, then the Diamondbacks, then the the Giants, and then it would have, would have been would the have Red Sox. They've taken some
1: pitching. They've had some problems with starters. They would have probably yeah. Made so the bench.
0: Marlins, the Marlins. would I'm sorry, the Marlins. The Twins would have come right after the the Giants and the Diamondbacks. Yeah.
1: So I think I think I don't think they I, would have had an opportunity, but hey, you know. I think some way. Of these
0: guys would have gotten there. I mean, Randall—they didn't want Gritchick, which is interesting. No, no. And they didn't. No, nobody wanted Clevenger and Carrasco. Sadly yeah. for Carrasco, but nobody wanted those guys. Um, and also, the Reds getting Bader and Renfro says that means the Guardians passed on them because the, uh, the Reds have a better record than the Guardians. So yeah. the Guardians had an attempt at first. I agree. So you have more more time for David Fry in the outfield again, possibly Josh Naylor, DH. It also means, you know, a lack of September call-ups, too. You're not going to probably mm-hmm. see Manzardo now. No. You're not going to see Cantillo.
1: Brocchio's, You're not going to see the year down there. We I know people are, are going to love that we're going to wait till segment two to actually discuss these players. But uh, we got we segment are. two to, to spend some time, to dig deep. And we got discuss, plenty of time. You we know, got plenty of time to talk about you know, three guys who, again, I think Lucas Giolito is, is the least interesting of the players added, and we'll get into that on today's Lockdown Guardians.
0: The NFL is coming back. It's coming back real soon. You got your fantasy drafts going on and you can get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's new customers. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And I can tell you that is a great deal because the prices on that are – are interesting as a YouTube TV subscriber. So now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can be on everything from uh, spreads on games, player props, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on. Kick off the uh, NFL season with an offer on this that you will not want to miss if you are a big NFL fan. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Cal Kronstrom comes back for the Guardians Friday night at 710 against Tyler Glass now. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, if you can't make the game or you're going to a high school football game, listen to the game on your SiriusXM app. Just search Guardians. All right. Do you want to get into your Gilito real quick or do you want to yeah, get it? Yeah, your... so
1: let's let's talk about the big name.
0: Um, listen, the big at... name. Big name.
1: And a big dude. Uh, Lucas Giolito was a player before he blew out his arm. I thought I had a chance to be the first. There's never been a pr- prep right-handed pitcher taken first overall in a draft. It's kind of a random fun fact. And he was looking that way. But the funny thing is he's not even the best guy from his high school team that belongs to Max Freed. They were teammates in high school. Talk about a rotation. Who was third? Oh,
0: Jack, Jack Flaherty was the third.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, one could argue is the third best of his group, Gilito. But he had that great after he came over, they shortened his stride, they worked with him, and he's got good secondary offerings. But you can't look at his data and not notice, hey, look at that. You know, there was the infamous thing where Josh Donaldson's like uh, yelling at him about like, hey, no more sticky hands. And his spin rate went from high percentile, like so. In 2021, you're looking at 73 percentile in 2020, 68. 2022, 32. This year, 27. It's a ginormous, like, 300 RPM change. Or 500. I mean, it, it might be 500 RPM change. But what drives this guy is the secondaries. It's not his fastball. It's those secondary pitches. He does have great extension. That's what the only positive. He can miss some bats. He's been terrible for the Angels. Absolutely terrible. Uh, but what this allows is he's better than Noah Syndergaard. I mean, Let's be honest, I appreciate Thor for gut gutsing it out, but he looked the way he talked was broken. He is broken. He doesn't know how to fix what's wrong with him. Giolito can at least get by as a fifth starter. This allows you to kick Curry back in the bullpen, who you know, last start started to look a little tired as well. I mean, we talked about the big three rooks. I think Curry was is still a rookie this year, right? Isn't technically four rookies. And while he hasn't been a starter all year, He's also has to be at like a, a, you know, we don't talk about his inning count, but his has to be extremely high as well because he was up first of all of those arms. I believe he was the first guy to come up and then well, he, he started, started in the
0: starting the bullpen. The yeah, know, he started he, the season,
1: in the bullpen because of the injury to McKenzie McKenzie. Not, yeah, because yeah, 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 it was, was gonna in, be in the bullpen. bullpen. Yeah, but then Curry but Curry's just been there getting innings all year. And he's been the he started out as, you know, the mop up guy, but then he became a guy that Tito went to. I, I don't know his exact. Oh, and before we dive too much further, I do want to give a two quick shout outs here before I forget this. Cause I will forget it. So uh, beans was the guy who brought up the 20 home run thing. I messed that up. And um Derek Deese, you're right. I do need to make a quick correction. Uh Quan no longer has reverse platoon splits. So just wanted to make sure I'm, I'm right. correct on the show. Come correct. uh While I pull up, the innings pitched for him this year Curry last year curry had over 100
0: innings in the minors and this year he's at 80 so he's not no, at a per not high there. innings total
1: but you know i think the the relief role he looked better in and this allows you and it also gives you another option to help if someone does get tired if someone's you know arm gets a little tired if someone's knee gets a little cranky you can kind of piggyback yeah yeah you can do some things with curry and Gilito. it's better depth um he like i said he's the big guy he's the big name but he is nowhere near the Cy Young candidate from a few years ago. He is, you know, he's going to look to get something like a Noah Syndergaard type of contract on the open market in a year, uh, at the end of the year. Approve it deal. Yeah. He's only 29. He'll turn
0: 30. He'll turn 30 next July. So he's going to go. He's going to play most of next season at age twenty nine. So. Yeah,
1: he gets he gets hit really hard. It's interesting. All three of these guys have home run rates per nine over one. This team loves guys who put the ball in the air, <laughs> like the pitchers who. Yeah. Uh,
0: Should also point out too, for for Lucas Giolito's sake, it's not going to be an issue with Moore and Lopez because they're relievers. But um, for those who might ask, Luke, the Guardians cannot offer Lucas Giolito the qualifying offer because he was traded. You cannot. Yeah. You have to be with the team all year now in order to get the qualifying offer. So. Yeah. Um that is out of the question for Giolito. He was that was out the window after the White Sox traded him. So
1: yeah, and even though like he had an ERA under four at the White Sox, his his FIP was still four and a half. It was still not great. Um,
0: I so would take his, that though.
1: I mean, like you said, that's better yeah, than Cinder no, Guard. It's, no, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not okay. People are gonna be like, oh, Mr. Negative again. I'm just pointing out like I don't want people to think this is Giolito who was an ace two, three years ago. This is a he fifth used to star. shove it against Cleveland when he yeah. had his Plus, yeah. he still has a good changeup. The changeup for him, no, the, the secondary pitches are solid. The fastball yeah. is not the best right now. And he's I wonder not if over what they had and, but yes, can Cleveland fix him? That is, let's,
0: let's be honest here: the White Sox are not great at pitching development they used either. To be.
1: That's what's weird. They're not. Used to be. They're, they're not, not and the Angels certainly are not. He's he used to throw uh, I mean, his changeup. The Angels are not no. bad. Sandoval, some of those recent guys like Kai Bush. Yeah, okay, that's they're, fair. They're, they're, they've gotten okay, better of late he wasn't
0: there long enough
1: to no, I mean, obviously no. he got
0: worse with them. And I don't know if that's really his fastball velocity is still good. Actually it's up this year over last year, which is good. Mm-hmm. He's, he was throwing a slider more with this year. I wonder if Cleveland will say, go back to your changeup more because until this year, the changeup was the second most used secondary this year. It's a slider. I wonder if he'll go back to the changeup more because that's the pitch that stymied Cleveland for all those years. I yeah. mean, you might say Cleveland's lineup stunks, so who cares? And you could be right, but.
1: Um, no, I, like I said, you know,
0: I, I don't, he's a fifth starter. That's, that's fine. Yeah. This is Lucas Giulio is your fifth best starter. You're in good shape. Good shape. Yeah. Like you're now go ahead. No, Maybe. I'm just saying like, yeah. especially with, Cle- with Cleveland situation, like their fifth best starter right now should be Logan Allen. If they had McKenzie and, and mm-hmm. or Cal Quantrill, we didn't even talk about Cal Quantrill because we have no idea what to expect from mm-hmm. him on yeah. Friday. And yeah, I assume he's healthy, but the, yeah. you know, he's a forgotten man in all this because of the
1: claims. Yeah should well it's the same thing like we're gonna have all those roster more uh we'd even say it's like i'm annoyed that eric haas is gone over cam gallagher and that, i told you that was going to happen i told you that, that I, know, I just I felt know, like cam gallagher was going to survive because they're
0: going to carry three catchers so david fry's come back they tito really likes the three catcher thing especially with with Bone so fry is coming back so they're going to carry three catchers and I think they don't really care about Cam not playing. Like, he hasn't played in a little bit. I'm sure he's going to start Friday or so. And I then, mean, Eric Hoskins
1: starting over him. And what, Michael Kelly got assigned, put on a rehab assignment. Some people thought he might go on the 60-day. Instead, he's going on. I'm, I'm just surprised you keep Kelly over Battenfield. McBattenfield, like, I, I still think that there's a chance. Too. I think a smart team claims him and tries him in the pen. I mean, he showed some swing and miss stuff this year yeah. when he got an opportunity. He might not, he might not clear. He
0: might clear waivers. Who knows? So – my favorite player in this in this trade is actually Matt Moore. Say, Matt Moore. No, is, I agree. Is a Matt Moore at one? Yeah. Okay. We we'll break. talk about the other two. But yeah, like no. I, I think I, Matt Moore. The I agree. Matt
1: Moore is far and away the most interesting guy. We'll tell you why in just a second.
0: Before we get to Matt Moore, just remember that you can listen to the Guardians and Rays series all weekend long. It is a three-game series, and I believe Aaron Saval is going to pitch one of those games again. How funny is that? Uh, but you can listen to all the action on your Sirius XM app. Just search Guardians on the app.
1: Can we talk about so, how, like, Matt Moore and um, Giolito did like a Freaky Friday? Like, I talked about how that happened last year. with Miles Straw, like, twenty twenty-one, Matt Moore is looks like he is done with baseball. He is terrible, right? And then the last two years, he's been good. He's yeah, he, he well,
0: team finally realized he's not a starter; he's a reliever. Yeah, uh, Matt Moore though is a, t- a former number one overall prospect. Like he was the number one prospect in baseball for a lot of people when he came up with the Rays. He mm-hmm. had a hard fastball. He started a playoff game for them, I think, without even without even like being around for a major league game at some point. I forget what, or is that David Price? I can't remember. Anyway, Matt Moore, great starter for the for the uh, Rays before he left there, and his arm kind of went kaput after that, but. Um, he has completely revamped his career as a reliever. His changeup is really good. He threw nine um, innings that year before he uh, pitched in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, he just, that was so weird. But this guy's got a bunch of good secondaries now. Like, right. this used to
1: be a very fastball heavy guy. I mean, he even um, made the All Star game as, as a starter. Like, he had some good years earlier in his career. He was, it, yeah. Yeah. And then it's, you know, it, it started to come un, unwound. And then this bullpen this role, year, he's got. If you look at his, his Arsenal this year,
0: he is the force seems still really good. He is throwing, um, still throwing pretty hard. He still throws yeah. 94, 95. So that's good. His and it ball, spins. It's got a it's 70th percent. It's got spin, a lot of right. spin. It has gotten hit hard this year. But if you look at his run value by pitch, he is plus five in, run, in the run value category for his fastball and a plus eight with his changeup. Yeah. So he's got a three pitch mix and he's got two pitches that are above average in terms and of run value. what back that forth. means
1: is the changeup is often the one that's almost like your platoon advantage, right? Like that is the weapon against righties for him is the change, right?
0: Yeah. And he only throws it set. He's only thrown 17 changeups to lefties all year. So it's yes. essentially he throws all fastballs and curveballs balls to righties, but it's yeah, which what
1: allows balls. him to be so effective. It doesn't like, he's, why not, he's, not, a, a he's not a,
0: yeah, he's not a loogie I, and it's really I, fun because now you don't have to like Tim Heron. I, I still believe in Tim Heron. Yes. But, you know, you're not going to call him back up this year, obviously. No. But now you have a second lefty. Henches, by the way, we talked about this yesterday. Sam Henches has 14 straight scoreless innings. He is really starting to pick it back up where he was he's last year. Like the
1: guy from a year ago. But saying that, I think now Matt you add Matt Moore. I think Matt Moore is the best lefty on the team. Day one. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, that you know, like the change up really makes him I a mean, different player. And he's and got better he, command than Henches. You want to talk about like missing bats. Chase percentile 96th. Like guys, he makes guys look silly. Like he plain and simply makes guys yeah, swing the, out of the zone. That fastball moves, and yeah, Matt Moore is probably has the name that is
0: 32% whiff rate on his change of yeah. 34 in the curve. He not curve I mean,
1: that And much. he was in the last two years, he was with Texas and he was with the Angels. And why is that important? Because we know the AL West is really good, right? Like the top mm-hmm. of that is very offensively strong. He got seven and a half million this year, seven and a half million after his rebound with Texas. He was a relatively that, that's pricey on a one year contract for a 34 year old uh, who had only had one good year of data. So he goes there and he's awesome for them, but he's facing, re- I mean, this year it's the balance schedule. So not as much, but a year ago, he was just as good facing an, an AL West where he was with Texas, where Texas was still not good facing, you know, Seattle, a bunch, facing Houston, a bunch. Yeah. Also facing Oakland, a bunch facing Los Angeles where the offense was good in Los Angeles. Last year, Taylor Blake Ward, Ward, Taylor, Blake Ward's my friend, Taylor Ward was great. Mike Trout was great. Atani was great. That was he had to face a lot of tough teams a year ago in an unbalanced mm-hmm. schedule, and he was great. We got two years of great data. He is the best player they added. He could be their eight, their seventh inning guy from the start. Like if if yeah, Stephen's yeah, better it's... of late, it might now be more Stefan Class A.
0: But now, now you shorten the games. Here's the yeah. thing with this: hundred percent. You and and I want to talk about expectations because <laughs> we were talking yesterday about how we're having more fun watching this team because the expectations aren't there. This entire move changes expectations. It does, It has to, you don't make, you don't add $3 million to your payroll in September and three guys who have had success in major league level, who are all pending free agents. And it might just be a dart throw. Like, all right, we'll see what happens. Um, and I, I do think there is some element to blocking the twins a little bit, which is hilarious to me because the twins now they're, they're non, they're non-traded deadline moves look hilarious, but, this this shortens games. Now, it has an impact everywhere. The bullpen is better because of this. Although, I like Lopez, but there's you know he's, there's some issues L- there.
1: Lopez is Nick Sandlin, like high walk, good velocity. Like he's plus Nick. Sandlin. Nick Sandlin's going down. Like let's be honest, Sandlin and Cody Morris. It, yeah, nice Sandlin had him. a rough August.
0: I don't know. I mean, the control. The, R- Lopez's control this year has not been good. The last two years, his control was really good. This year it's evaded him. He throws hard. He still throws 98. Salem doesn't throw 98. Yeah. So there is that. And he misses a lot of bats. He is, He is the most home run prone. No, he's not, actually. I thought he was mm-hmm. the most home run prone of them all. Uh, I mean, like I guess that is Giolito based on volume. But yeah, um, Lopez, I feel like is, is he fits in the bullpen well because he has stretches where he's very dumb and he has stretches where it kind of falls off. So I'm a little bit nervous about that. So we both said Matt Moore is the best pitcher. Out of, uh, they yeah, had he's got – I mean –
1: he's got the higher upside and there's definitely been points where, you know, Lopez and it's a, was it the funny, great stat? I think maybe you sent me where it's like they were traded together twice and then cl- waiver claimed. So they, this is their third move as a unit. Cause they went over in the Adam Eaton deal, went over at the deadline deal and both claimed here. Listen, so weird. <laughs> he's Ronaldo Lopez. If you move Curry back to the pen, your bottom two relievers might be Ronaldo Lopez and Xavier Curry. Like that is Pretty what good. they're talking about. Shorting the game. Like, if you can only get five out of some of those rookies for the rest of the year, then, Hey, you go to the pen and you have a guy with some of the best velocity in baseball coming in to pitch the sixth. And if right. he's go, if he's not sharp, then you're like, Oh, well, we've got 14 pitchers right now. So we can afford to go get someone else out. It's yeah. They're going to pitch like this is the, you know, the, 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 postseason. P- the postseason. This is going to be a postseason run. It essentially, essentially is. Look, month. It- yeah.
0: If they want to get serious, if they're if this is a serious, we're going to try this month. I mean, the schedule is a little, not as hard as it was in August, but it's still tough. You've got, you know, the three against Minnesota, and then you've got the Angels, who obviously just gave they, up.
1: So they are actually down to, let's see, we're strength of schedule. They're 14th, as as we talked yeah, about. Yeah, they were when like they third made, in August. They yeah. were third at the trade deadline. They've kind of gotten through the roughest part of it. Uh, now, that's not to say it's, you know, they still have four against Baltimore. But after these three against the Rays, your next toughest team is Texas, who's been in free fall. Oh well, yeah, Not Minnesota. Say...
0: Yeah, Minnesota. They're still. In I mean, I think Texas to... is
1: better than Minnesota. They are, but you can't yeah. obviously at the, no. at the stage and, and of the season. And if you're getting serious, yeah. but I'm just saying. But like, here, here, we are. In terms we're, of strength of schedule, at... you have a team in free fall that is your second toughest team left. It all, it all through. comes down to the Twin Series,
0: yes. right? It all. You have to take two or three from them now. Need to get your second in sweep order... of the year need to get that second sweep of the year. You really should. The And we said yesterday, the funny thing is, if Cleveland if Cleveland wins just one more game against the Twins, they hold the tiebreaker for the season series. So if some by some weird measure, these two teams have the same record at the end of the year, Cleveland wins the division. Um, yeah, I, I, it, at the minimum two or three, a sweep would be ideal. Yeah. But here we are. The expectations are, are – as the expectation now, they need to win the division
1: and, ba- and of course, based
0: on three yeah. waiver claims.
1: Yeah, and the other fun thing with all of this is um, – you know
0: no, i'm that, asking is 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 the expectation yesterday the expectation was this is you know it's i mean goofy, I, it's I close think th-
1: that they are the expectation is they're going to try i don't think you can sit back and say they have to win because they're so far out and there's such a limited game like you can't say that when you're five out you can't say the expectation is this you're gonna win it all you're gonna you're gonna make the postseason the expectation is you're gonna compete like right now that this before it was like okay are you gonna are be
0: are you going to be disappointed if they miss out in the no. playoffs after making these moves? It doesn't, no, so it doesn't because, change a
1: thing for you. No, because it's still they're so far back. It's an uphill climb. I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed if they end up like, if they end up six games back, if they end up playing worse down the stretch, yeah, I'll be disappointed. But then I'll also be like, Hey, higher draft pick to balance it out. But it, it is a large gap right now. We have to address. It is a, it's what five games. Mm-hmm.
0: That, that's essentially big. it's essentially four if you, if you win one more game against the yeah. Twins, it's essentially four because all you got to do is tie with them at the yeah, end. Yeah, but if
1: you win it one more win. game against the Twins, then that means it's five again because you lost two out of three. If you only win one. No, I, but, I know what yeah. you're saying,
0: but I'm saying essentially at this point, it's yeah. still four if you, all you got to do is finish so with a tie. I,
1: I, I don't think I can sit back and say they, you know, the expectation is they have to. Well, they, if, now, it's going to be disappointing you're not if they don't about...
0: make it. Right, but now you're not talking about September being a time to play young guys. Like, yes, no, the roster is trying. still young. You still have four rookie. You still have three rookie starters because we think Curry's going back to the bullpen. You still have Arias
1: and Naylor, and, you know, you're Who still going to try to play Freeman. Better.
0: They are. Brennan you're still, you're still is, Brennan's probably young still going to be
1: playing. Uh, though, I mean, I guess if Naylor comes back, maybe they're putting Naylor as the DH just to rest him up with his injury. So maybe Calhoun stays at first, then you're probably... As much as people want straw David to be David Frye's got to play
0: against lefties. David Fry,
1: yeah, it's, as much as people want straw to be done, like you can go back to that comment Tito made, where I go, where he's but, like, I don't think so. I, I think And as much as I would have loved them to have claimed Renfro or Bader or even Gerchak, honestly, um, they, they apparently believe in those young guys. So against lefties and now, straw. though, you have...
0: A, there's no reason to start Brennan yeah. against a lefty because you can play... Fry in right field against the left. You could put Loriano in center. You can bring out a defensive replacement late in the game. So you have those options available to you. Um, we talked about Oscar going down for Naylor and Fry. That's going to be a thing. Um, they'll have to send one pitcher down for one of those guys too. So you're you're still, I guess, playing some young guys. Like you're going to play Fry yeah, against – Columbus has what,
1: one outfielder on their roster right now, so they're definitely sending down an outfielder. It's not going to be Freeman. Like we can state that. I mean, not that they have another – Yeah, anyways,
0: but- so you you – you're still playing some, some young guys. Laureano is still a guy you're playing to see if he's worth keeping next yeah. year. You know, Calhoun, that is what it is. So you're still playing some young guys, but you're still not going to be a look. At I'm not going to go there. Not going to go there. Yeah. If you didn't miss the moves, Eric Oz is one of the DFA's. fry. If Fry's That's my bend, only, that's really
1: him. my only complaint on the day. That, that's my only complaint. With yeah. This. You know, so, it's like I, I understand some of the others. I, I, I didn't love the waivers. I would have done them differently, but that's, that's me. So
0: you're, you're still playing. You're know not, not going to play. Manzaro's not going to get a look no. in September now. Valera's not. Cantillo's no. not. Mor- Morris is likely Johnson going back down. Rodriguez downs. is not. No, Morris is going to go back down, who you needed to get a look at, too. So the fact that you are not getting more opportunities for young guys because you went out and you claimed a couple of veteran players and you have Calhoun and, and Laureano who are taking up at-bats, um, you're not really – Totally playing for development. They really are trying no, to. They're going read this needle. They are going. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. So the expectation here is they're trying but, to win, and if they no, if they I don't agree. if they don't chase down the twins, I think there is a reason to be disappointed because. And I I'm, this is I know people have you know claimed in the past we're Dolan bootlickers whatever I don't think that's true because we continue to say
1: how he's a. A bottom 10 owner it's just funny because i got accused of that him. and then i had avery come at me today about how i'm pandering to the masses and calling him so i, I just can't be yeah, but you he, can't please that you know there's no there's no uh goldilocks here or whatever uh, um, so i figure since
0: both but, sides say hey, i'm doing it i'm doing it right let's also point this out too i, I think Anthony made a good point they didn't have to give up players in yeah. exchange for getting these guys. All they do is give up money. And it's something in the range of $3 million for one month. It's not $3 million for the season. It is $3 million for this month alone for these guys.
1: They're it's they're a essentially
0: fund. free agent signings right now. That's what they are. And, you know, you talk about they save money on Josh Bell. They save money on Med Rosario. They save money on Aaron Savali. They didn't really save money but, on Ahmed, though, right? That was 100% an even exchange. It was because of the Syndergaard so, yeah. thing. You're so right. It was just so, it was
1: just Savali. I mean, and they still, yes, they did himself. save more. Let's be fair. The Bell savings alone was more than this. And then Savali. But they
0: took was, on the cash to, to end the season with these but, three guys. And that's. But yeah, Savali was only about a million in savings. It wasn't a ton. It's better than they've done in the past yeah. in terms of how they handled that. So and
1: here's why I'm not disappointed. This was a, I was having fun with this team anyways. It was nice seeing Gabby. Nice seeing Naylor. Nice seeing the young rookie pitchers. They have five really interesting young players that we know are going to play every day. It was an interesting team. You get Naylor back, and I was curious to see how they perform because he was the ascending. Get better. He was ascending to another level offensively. Uh, so you put all those pieces together, and now they go out and make a you know a, a big. I can't say I could say ballsy. They made a big ballsy move here, yeah, and if they fall short, they fall short. But I love that they tried. That's why I'm not like disappointed. I love that they went out and did this, and I love that they're going to go for it, and they're saying, "Hey." You know what? Let's let's we have an opportunity to add talent to make us better, to to add more at the deadline than most teams in baseball, or to add more now than most teams added a month ago. Like they really went out. They really did. Well, they added they added, added what the Angels added, right? <laughs> the plus, Angels went out and had an active plus, deadline. The Guardians just went out. And I mean, they they them. went out and added those two guys, and then added Matt Moore. The best guy of the group was just someone who the Angels had gotten in the off season. So it's even better than what the Angels did, and it know yeah. and, and Kai Bush and edgar edgar uh quaro again i'll say would have been top 10 in the guardian system to me they traded two guys that the it, for the, nothing cash. yeah for the for the angels the angels gave up their number two and number three prospects for in a bad in, in and i shouldn't say bad system in and in uh a, i mean it's a bad not system. a great
0: it's not no, a it's great a system. system
1: so it's when you system.
0: say their two or three prospects it, yeah. it might be different but that's why it's else's. like
1: closer i mean like these are guys who probably win eight nine ten eleven somewhere in that like eight to twelve range let's just put it there so but still so like they gave up real value and are punting the ball uh, so they can get a higher a second round pick which is not a ton of value shift definitely not enough to value out those prospects and cleveland went out and got both of those guys plus matt moore the best player of the group uh they are a better team and i just you know i'm gonna get accused maybe of being a, a you know a boot licker but I love that they went out and made this edition. It makes me more excited and makes me more we also, And even if it falls apart, I'm glad they did it. I don't care. Like, this is a fun move. This makes everyone energized. If you are not happy right now, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is a fun move for a team that's been fun of late. So it's fun on top of fun. Let's just enjoy it. We also didn't even
0: mention the impact here that if this is Tito's likely last year. I mean, how much does that play into it making these moves? You're oh at least going goodness. in September with it a, with a, I mean, a puncher's <laughs> Zach, chance.
1: Zach's piece today was like pretty much saying out out now that like this is Tito's last month. I think, I right? Like he so, said that like three times you're so giving
0: like, this year has not gone as planned, obviously. No. Like, imagine going, we're going a little bit long here, but at this point, we might as well, I, you know. And I
1: think when we have a big move, like this is a huge move, like we talked about, this yeah. would have been like if they did this back in in august this would have been the biggest acquisitions at the deadline adding all three of these guys you go out and you compare to what anyway i mean what the dodgers added three backups essentially you don't have a lot of teams went out and added three like potential impact players i mean the angels i mean i i gave kudos to the angels because i thought yeah you got to go for it other uh, otherwise you're going to lose uh tani you have to try and decisions but
0: now they're now they're tanking and, and being cheap, which, again, from their perspective, it makes sense because they're not going to they're not yeah. going to retain Otani. They're not going to make the playoffs. They might as well do this. Doesn't mean it's a, a, a competitive move. It's not good no. for baseball, but, but it's good for the Guardians. Yeah, it's, but yeah, we didn't even get into the whole Tito impact here because, I mean, do the Guardians do this if it's not Tito's last year. I don't I don't really know. Maybe they I do. Just I, because I think they do. I, I, I agree. Win, I do too, but it's also interesting that, you know, at least this, like I said, at least gives them a puncher's chance yeah. in September. Cause if the, the offense played well against Toronto and, and some of the Dodgers and the twins, nine straight and games, like said, the they're gonna run, add, right? Nine straight games. You're, you're going to add all year <laughs> and you're going to add Naylor and you're going to add Fry. You should have a platoon advantage. You're going to have, you're going to be able to um, shorten the game on these rookie pitchers. They don't have to dig as deep because you can go to a deeper bullpen now Uh People, too, I want to clarify. I think Gaddis goes for Quantrill tomorrow. Yes. Um, that was already probably a planned move anyway. Mm-hmm. Curry goes back to the bullpen. The Guardians have to send two pitchers to AAA um, because you, you can have a 28-man roster in September, but it has to be 14 pitchers. You cannot have more than that. So we have both said probably Morris and we think Sandlin, but maybe Karen Jack. One of those – two Two of those three are definitely Karen going Jack's to play. pitched better
1: of late. Sandlin
0: has – and then maybe they're trying to rebuild some trade value for Karen Check. And I think
1: so. Well, I guess the you know, one Sandlin, question then is: Does Samlin? I mean, no matter what,
0: he would burn the option, so it doesn't. He's already well.
1: Sandlin's option. never been
0: option, oddly enough, because he's always so, been injured. It's always he's got three options. Karen Check so, has two. two. One, okay, two of those three guys are going down. Definitely Morris. Yeah, and it's one of Karen Check or Sandlin. They, they've stuck with Samlin this far, so I don't know.
1: It's Karen been a Cech really bad month. You and I defended him, and he was so good through July, and then he's just. He was so
0: two of those three, and I think the other guys coming and the guys you're going to add probably Fry. They already said Fry would be ready for Friday, and I Mm -hmm. think Naylor played tonight. They're probably going to want to do one more rehab game with Naylor at the mo at the least. And you don't have to have a 28 man roster to first. You don't have to call them all up at the same time. They just have to add Naylor. They'll add Naylor whenever he's ready. So you could add Fry tomorrow, and then you can send Gonzalez down for for Naylor Naylor after you get those two pitchers down. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're giving themselves a chance here in September. Like I said, the only thing is now don't expect, like we said, don't expect Valera, don't expect Manzardo, don't expect Jonathan Rodriguez or Joey Cantillo. That's not happening now, the way this is working out. And also, you know, don't expect McKenzie and Bieber. I know they're both throwing bullpens right now, but I don't even know how you would go about adding them. Like if those two guys, if if somehow it happens where, hey, these two guys are ready to pitch like
1: an Mm -hmm. inning or two in the majors at the end of the year, Michael Kelly is still sitting there. That's that's well, what yeah, he's but he's not with. He's
0: not on the 28 man roster, is what I'm saying. So, oh,
1: oh you mean <laughs> in terms of well, I guess uh, you can add one, right? Because Sandlin and 99, one of them is staying, yeah. So, I guess you know, maybe or, Curry? yeah, or uh, if it gets down to it, um, you know, if one of these, if Gavin Williams goes on the DL, or if a pitcher ends up like kind of a tired arm, which is what they would do if someone is at the end of the year, I'm like, okay.
0: But they um, won't do that if they're they won't do that if they're with if they're fighting for the postseason. Yeah, well, the or if they're pitching well. If, but I think if, if they this, do like
1: if they do a yeah, two bad starts in a row, that might happen.
0: If this works out, if the Guardians, if these moves work,
1: and the and Guardians especially off- if those gets young, if, if they feel like uh, Beaver and McKenzie are ready to go and ready to make an impact, and the young guy is struggling, that's when we'd see that occur.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like, what what do you do if you get to like. The last two weeks of the year, and you're like, I don't know. Let's say they they close the gap to a game or two games, it's realistic where you can get back in, and you have all these pitchers. Like, let's say Williams is doing good, Bybee's doing good, Allen's doing good, Quantrill. I guess we'll see. And Quantrill and Giolito are the interesting factors here. We have no idea what to expect from Quantrill, but if they're all pitching well, and you're like, oh, we need, we should get beaver McKenzie back for an inning at the end of the year. I don't know how you work them back in if you have a chance to get in the postseason if all this is working. I mean, I. I these things tend to work themselves out, like we always yeah, say. So. But
1: I, and then I'll just like I said I, again, there is three pitchers who aren't necessarily stalwarts. So especially if the, especially if it's McKenzie who's yeah. throwing what like four innings, ten innings at most this year. If he's ready to go, it, it's going to be easier for him to slot in What's, as a reliever for the last month and then just have a real weapon in the pen. If this, and so if they're all pitching this... well, then you are in competition with a chance of the postseason. And imagine being able to add just a McKenzie as another bullpen arm.
0: That's true. God, if you get, I mean, yeah. All I can say is September's not going to be boring. The Guardians actually had their worst month of the year in August, which is surprising, but it ended on a good note, and now <laughs> they've decided, all right, we're going to try, and because of this weird circumstance that really has never happened before, September's not going to be boring. It's going to be an interesting month. I mean, it was going to be interesting anyway. It's now more interesting than ever.
1: No, it's fun. Like I said, if you're... We are not going is... to run out of things to talk about. We both no. said
0: yesterday, we were like... Should we should we do a mailbag show today? Like, what are we going to work on the managers a little bit?
1: <laughs> we never got to manage again. Um, the managers We're just, just the keep manager. being our, our our thing on the back burner with this. But it's just one of those things. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that people have been annoyed about the Savali trade. You know, just the timing of it. Gabby Arias is a hot button point. Tito is a hot button point. Christopher Lake is a hot button point. Let's take all those hot buttons, just push them aside. This team has hit a home run in nine straight games, which I never thought I'd get to say this year. They just added three really interesting guys to this team who can help them. Now the division with money, is, with money, not a trade with no, money, not a trade it, for free. Essentially the division is not, a a while, not free. Show. It's, it's not my $3 million. It's free for me, That's fair. but uh, it, the division is a poop <laughs> show. The twins refuse to step up and do anything. The twins uh, got it, blocked from adding anybody. And the twins have made, you know, made maybe the worst trade of last year in that Tyler Molly deal. So things are not looking up for the franchise uh, in general. And you got a chance to go for it. They're going for it. If you're still complaining right now, I want to fixate on the negatives. I don't know what to tell you, like be happy. Now, now we're being too positive, Jeff. See yeah, that everyone, now you guys are, boot you
0: guys are doing, are bootlickers.
1: I don't know. Everyone gets mad. We're not going You know what? It's one way or the other, for whatever if you're reason, listening
0: and you're, if you're listening, commenting, thank you. We appreciate yes. you listening and commenting. No, I, I
1: do. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. I haven't seen. Um, a we're John just giving a our
0: honest takes. We're, we're not. We're not paid yeah. to be fans. We're not paid to 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 kiss anybody's butt. We just get on here and we we go back and forth and we give you what we think about the team. We give you what we think about whatever's going on, and that's that. Like there's no there's no agenda. There's no no cow toeing to anybody. We just come on here and we. We talk about what's going on, and we give you our honest opinion. If you don't We're like it, that's fun. fine. But thank fun. you for listening. Either way, yeah,
1: we appreciate you, uh, everyone out there who is commenting. Uh, you know, we we do see the the names, and I respond to everyone, uh, even if if you're being not so nice, I'll still respond. That is always there. Uh, but yeah, this is just like I don't know. Again, let's, let's get weird. Immortal, let's let's <laughs> use the immortal words of our of our our, our great owner. Are, are you happy? um every uh, of our owner enjoy it enjoy it and real fans buy luxury boxes oh i'm sorry that was that was the wrong part that was sorry but either way you know just have <laughs> have fun and enjoy a team that has interesting young guys that is really putting up a good fight and is getting not just three pitchers in but hopefully maybe their best hitter back as well like this this should be a good time with a good young core. And you know, you talk about Bo Naylor is getting close to a 100 weighted runs created plus for all of the struggles this year, doing things. Oh, yeah. Gabby Arias is hitting a mess of doubles. It's have fun. This is a fun team. I want to thank all of you, all of our everydayers, commenters. Join in and have fun. Um, even if you're not. uh, We appreciate you, even if you don't agree with us. We appreciate you joining in and being part of the discussion. Thank you for all you do. Shout out again to Everydayers, Aubin's, and Derek Deese for some good comments. And go, go, Guardians go.